Colossians 1.5 Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel. So verse 5 is now going to give the reason for the second half of verse 4. So I'll trace you back to verse 3. Paul is giving a prayer of thankfulness to God for the Colossians. The reason in verse 4 is because of hearing about their faith and their love. Now in verse 5, he's going to say that their love is grounded in what? Hope. What is this hope? If we, if we go over to 1 Peter chapter 1, we see in verses 3 and 4, According to God's great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. And so this hope, this living hope that we have in God is that our hope is new eternal life in Christ Jesus. And our hope is living because Christ is living. We don't have a dead hope. We don't hope in a dead man. We hope in a living hope, Jesus Christ. And so our hope is that we will one day be raised to, do, to new life and spend eternity with God in heaven. And so the question is, does that just make our life here just waiting for heaven? Do we just wait for the new heavens and the new earth? Or, or does it actually have a real life effect now? And Paul is saying that their love for the saints is grounded in this hope. Hope does not lead to escaping from reality. Hope leads to engaging with reality. And that's because knowing the end changes how we live now. That's the exact reason why if where we ask questions like, if you had six months to live, what would you do? If you know the end, you'll change how you live now. It's why uh, bucket list movies or that the faults in our stars, these stories exist because knowing the future changes how we live in the present. If you if you're at school or uh, and you if you're at school and you hear that there's a pop quiz in the next class, you change how you act during that lunch period based on knowing the future. Knowing the future changes how we live in the present. And so our living hope in Christ Jesus directly fuels our love for one another. And we've heard of this hope. In the word of truth, that is the gospel. So when we look at the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ has died for sinners and that new life is available through him doesn't make us think only about the future. It makes us engage with the present. And and in chapter 3 of Colossians, we'll see that. Chapter 3, verse 2, he says, Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. And then in verse 5 and and following, he just jumps into how that changes our life now. Setting your mind on things that are above changes how we live now. And so how can we pray in light of verse 5? We can pray, uh, Father in heaven, would you help me to focus on the hope that I have in Christ? Would, would this hope not lead me to only wanting to leave this earth and, 
and, and be with you forever. But would you help that hope, the hope of new life in Christ, the hope of forgiveness from sin, would you help that hope, that living hope, to affect how I live now? And would you help it to make me a loving person? And God, I thank you, like Paul, I thank you that hope drives love. I I thank you that knowing the future changes the present. I thank you for this person in my life or that person in my life who exhibits this to me so clearly. God, I pray that you would do the same in my life.